Give me that. Get some more. A lot more. Well, that ought to do it. Think there's enough dynamite there, Bush? Okay. So whatever you want to go. Hi. Hello. Everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Top Shelf. Yay. We have returned. I promise we will never let you down like that again. And when it was written on the Facebook in parentheses <laughs> that this is all Lindsay's fault, I wrote that, <laughs> yes. not Jeff. That was all me. Usually you would think something like that would have been written by me. but No, she, she it be- was me. She beat me to the punch, basically. It's true, though. But we do apologize that we had to skip a week. I am really it's, sorry. And I don't know, are we keeping it the every other week thing? No, we're going to try. Okay. Because... <laughs> It was, I just, my, was it the third week of school? I'm in my fourth week, I think, right now. Mm-hmm. Just, it caught up with me, and I needed, I needed a mental health Well, and as I posted, break, as so. I posted, I mean, I've got, I got a couple of projects <laughs> I'm doing on the same time right now on the side, so it's right. kind of hard to, I needed that break, too. I took a break from both podcasts that I'm working on right yeah. now. This so one we apologize, and we'll never let it happen again. So welcome to episode 28. Hello! Number 28. 73. On our list, which is Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid from 1969. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Um, I enjoyed this movie. I loved this movie. I really liked it. I've never seen it. Have you ever seen it? No, I had not. I I I, loved it. I know of it. I know Mm -hmm. the whole, like, I know the whole, like, raindrops keep falling on my head thing is from it. I know that sequence. Absolutely. I I knew it was Paul Newman and Robert Redford. (gasps) I love Paul Newman. I thoroughly enjoy Robert Redford. I'm realizing the more and more that we see him in these movies that I actually... I like Robert. Redford I like Robert too. Redford. But Paul Newman was so hot. This is the second time that we, that we've done a Paul Newman movie, right? No. Was this the first one? Yes. This Why is the, our second Robert keep, Redford movie. Who do I keep confusing Paul Peter Newman? Peter Fonda. Thank you. That is who I keep confusing. No. With. I apologize. First Paul Newman movie. Okay. Second Robert Redford yes. movie. So, yes. Yeah, so, we liked it. Okay. Uh, she loved it. I liked it. It was funny. It was Okay, yes. It was a hell of a lot funnier than I expected it to be, so... That's all we're going to do for review, because we have to have, we have, to have right. something to talk about later. Okay, so, so go ahead. the IMDb summary. Mm-hmm. Two Western bank slash train robbers flee to Bolivia when the law gets too close. Ooh. 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 Very dramatic. My summary is, yes. hey, 1969 Paul Newman, I can help you with that. <laughs> Good summary. Yep. Ah. <laughs> uh. So is that the is that what, 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 what sorry we've been we, we're a little I'm a little rusty um I accidentally published the episode prior yes, to us did. recording it so I'm a little rusty Look on this happened. so I, I'm sorry so well um let me move on to oh um, let me do the thing oh, it's yep. an 8.2 out of 10 okay. on IMDb and a 58 Metascore which is not great it's not great it's a little in bit the lower. little box on IMDb it's yellow. So it's like so that's it's like a, eh. it's an okay. I but it's iffy. Oh, your phone made sounds over there. Um, I yeah. so speaking Maybe. about like the reviews and the, like the Metascore, then I can, I'll bring this up right here because okay. it's a little transition. Robert or uh, Robert Ebert, Roger Ebert? Robert Ebert, <laughs> his lesser known brother. No, Roger Ebert actually gave this film a two and a half stars. Really? Yeah. Did he say why? He said that. Basically, his review started off making a comment about how the movie must have seemed like a great idea on paper. But when actually put to film, it's slow, 
and boring. I think it was slow. Though it has a multitude of jokes and three well-done performances. So he's not knocking the the actors. Like Paul Newman, Robert, uh, Robert Redford, and I'm assuming the woman was his other one. He don't think he made it clear who the third was. Right. Um, they do really good jobs as, you know, their performances, which they do. They do a great job. But I think it was, I think he was knocking the, the just the general, like the general pacing of the film and maybe well, the style Well, that's of it. rude. But it's a Western from the 60s. I mean, what do you expect? Like, that's what, this actually is a lot faster than most of the Westerns from like the late 50s, early 60s. Like, it's actually paced a lot faster. I think this is paced quicker than the, uh, what, what did we watch before? The Wild Bunch? Mm-hmm. I think it's paced faster than that. And it's from the same era. So, I I mean, actually, it's before The Wild Bunch. I think The Wild Bunch came out two or three... Wasn't Wild Bunch in, like, the early 70s? 71? Yes. Do you want to look that up while I, I go into rewards? I will look that up while you... Wait, did you say rewards? Rewards. I'm going to go into the rewards section of this podcast. No, I'm going to go into the awards oh, section. You look that up real quick. Wild Bunch was the same year. Oh, same that's year? right. I have a trivia fact about it. I forgot. <laughs> so, awesome. trivia is going to be a little weird this time. Just as a heads up to everybody, because with the new IO... This is a first world problem. This is totally new, a first world problem. The new iOS operating system for the Mac products, the mobile Mac stuff... Um, is weird when it comes to copying, simply copying and pasting from IMDb into my note-taking software that I use. It, like, asks me if I want to put it on Facebook or Twitter or, like, airdrop it or link it. I'm just like, no, I want to copy it and paste it. And when I copy it and paste it, then it gives me the link for the IMDb page on top of it, but I don't want it. There's going to be a little yawn count tonight, because I am... Pumped, apparently. Ride keeping you from having the Coke, too. <laughs> so I apologize to all those who are looking forward to the uh, Oh, just the wait, just count. wait. Because I feel, I feel one brewing. But, uh, yes, we will continue that. And uh, since since people seem to enjoy the yawn count, but, um, I have told... But, uh, is that what you're going to do for me? No, maybe. Because I say um a lot. You do say um. So you maybe you need to start uh. counting my ums. Because I told Lindsay she needs to find a equivalent. Because I'm going to keep doing her yawn, my yawn counts. But I told her she needs to find an equivalent for something to count for me to, to make fun of me, basically. So we have this even balance of... Give and take. Give and take. Yeah. Give and take. It's like she knew what I was going to say. So let's move on to the awards section of the podcast. Um, this film, right there. Look, there was like number three. I did it right there. Uh, damn it. <laughs> it's really... What are you even doing over there? I'm counting my own ums and ahs. Oh, okay. okay. So this film had 34 major I'm award nominations. With this picture. Okay. This film has 34 major award nominations, seven Oscar nominations. It was nominated for, but did not win, Best Director, Best Picture, and Best Sound. Okay. okay. It, it did not win Best Picture. Correct. Okay. It won. Oh, I know something I make fun of you for. You say the word picture really weird. Jeff says picture. 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 I don't like C's. C's can just screw off as far as I can, or as I should say, screw off, basically. Oh, C's like the letter. I thought you meant C's like the The ocean? Really? (laughs) It's only Tuesday. My goodness. (laughs) Yes, the Pacific Ocean could just leave this planet. I don't care. No. So this film won was nominated and won Best Cinematography, Best Music for Original Score for Burt Bacharach, Best Original Song for uh, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head, 
which was written by Burt Baccarat with the lyrics by Hal David. And then Best Writing and Screenplay, William Goldman, who we were talking off air. Do you have a trivia fact about him, too? Okay. We already discussed him because he did... all the presidents, all the presidents, men. men. Like we discussed that in that and episode. The Princess Bride, princess... not the Princess Diaries. No, not the Princess Night. <laughs> the Princess Bride. You spent like two minutes I trying did. to tell me the title. I of that movie. did, and it just is not happening. The film was entered was into the National problems, Film man. Registry in two thousand and three. Oh, good. So it is it, going to be preserved. That's good because it dropped twenty three spots on the list. Wow. Why? Yeah. Did it, I wonder why it dropped. I don't know. There's a but there's a couple. I mean, how many westerns are on this list? We should have looked. Like three or four. Yawn count number one. Shut up. I'm making a bigger deal about it. I almost want to record like a big no, epic piece. No, do not of music. do that. <laughs> it's like yawn count, like really dramatic. No. Okay, so that's all I have. No. <laughs> there's no technology. One. Really, for this film, you're counting how many westerns are yeah. in this. Vamp while they do that. Well, because basically we already did the Wild Bunch. That's one of them. We know this is, is a Western. Is Unforgiven one? Yes. Three. <laughs> we, I think we've done this. I, I, I thought I remember doing that. I thought I remember counting it Is the it Gold out Rush technically one? No, because okay. that just takes place up in the mountains. Nashville one? What is Nashville? There's a movie called Nashville. Uh-huh. Number 59th from 1975. 1975. I shall look that up. Apparently you vamp for my I think vamping. Shane is one. Well. I think that's four. <laughs> So, but there's so there's at least three or four. Treasure so, Sierra Madre is five. So I wonder. No, Nashville is an American musical drama, not a. No, Western. I didn't say Nashville. Yes, you did. No, I know. I said Shane. I did, I said what is Nashville? I didn't say Nashville was one. Oh well, I was sorry. I was okay. I was really confused. The Searchers, I think, really is one. confused. So there's like five or six. So either way, there's a bunch of them on this list. So maybe I don't know. But I guess again, the whole Western movie oh. thing just doesn't really. It's not hugely popular. I mean, it's a very important portion of American history, yeah. but it's just not a hugely popular film series. Maybe not in America? I like, don't know. Yeah, because again, as you made it's a comment, weird. it's, it's you know, Westerns are very popular overseas. No, because you didn't say the thing about the BAFTAs. Oh, yeah, the BAFTAs. I, I, didn't, I did not even the jot British them down. Art... <laughs> B-A-F. British Art... Film and Theater Association, I think. The British that's Academy what... of Film, Film and Television, Television Arts. You were close. Well, you were close. Fine. You, you had British <laughs> and you had film. <laughs> you were so close. No, so it's whatever. Uh... <laughs> it's the British Oscars. It, you said that one. It, it holds the record for the most BAFTA it's awards. It won nine. It won nine. So yep. that would be the equivalent of like of the film t- like walking away with like all the primary Oscars. Would be the equivalency to no, I did not mention that, but that was that was much much of the same award nominations that was in that grouping. Yeah, okay. But I made the comment that I thought it was weird that a film about that's very truly American, like it is takes American. place in the late eighteen hundreds in America's West, America would win British awards for like basically the Oscar, the equivalent of the Oscar. But as you brought up, and I agreed, Europe, Europe, uh, Europe's. I almost just called them all Europe's. Good. Which sounds slightly uh, racial, and I apologize about that. No, it it they they do enjoy the westerns again. That's where the whole like spaghetti westerns came from. The whole Clint Eastwood franchise of western films. So, anyways, roundabout way of saying I am done with my section of the podcast. It is your turn, Lindsay. Okay. Come closer to the microphone. Stop searching Tumblr and read your questions. <laughs> <laughs> and go. And go. All right. 
Trivia for this movie. Uh-huh. Oh, just real quick. Written by William Goldman, like yes. we discussed. The director's name is George Roy Hill. Why do I know that name? Um, The Sting, Slapshot, The World According to Garp. Uh, so, a good, a good amount of... Um, Sundance. <laughs> Thoroughly Modern Millie. Did you say Slapshot? Yes. Okay. <laughs> my Netflix queue. Oh, Funny Farm. Okay. I know. Funny Farm will always hold an odd place in my heart. I've never seen it, and I never will, but I just love on Buffy when Sarah Michelle Gellar makes a reference to it, because yeah. there's a whole backstory with that. Oh, he's from Minneapolis. Oh. I'm sorry. Anybody who's from the Midwest, I kind of have a special place in my heart, especially when they make it in Hollywood. Let's see. <laughs> no, they, like, moved the things around. What are you looking at? I was looking when I was looking at the trivia before. Now one of the trivia pieces is gone. So I would say this though. I think half the problem with the IMDb app. By the way, so a side note from the podcast: half the problem with the IMDb or with the new update, I think, is IMDb got rid of the copy feature. I don't think it's the phone because the copy still works just fine if you're trying to copy out of a notes to a note. So well, I think that's it's just dumb. I think it's IMDb the app. The program. thing about oh, there it is. Okay, All right. sorry. The thing da-da-da-da-da. that was at the top before. Trivia. <laughs> Continue. Okay. That's what we make fun of Jeff for, is stupid theme music for hey, everything. Hey, I have one theme music. Besides our theme, it's that theme. All right. And you like that too, so quiet you. So, the filmmakers tried to get Bob Dylan to sing Burt Bacharach's famous song for the movie, and he declined. Raindrops keep falling, falling on my head. head. <laughs> they keep falling. <laughs> Zooming for his bed. Actually, 69. Yeah, he was still saying like that in 69. I don't know. I think I would have paid for that copy yeah. of the song. <laughs> Raindrops keep falling on my, my head. head. They keep falling. Fun trivia fact has nothing to do with the movie, but just has to do with Jeff and my friendship. We were coming back from vacation once with our friend Karen, and we were listening to Hanson in mm-hmm. the car. And this was like, what, four years ago now? Yeah. Four or five years ago? And we sang most of the Mbop album. No, Middle of Nowhere by Hanson album in the voice of Bob Dylan. In all fairness, it's not that bad of an album. No, it's a great album. <laughs> and, Mbop. and singing it as Do-bop. Bob Dylan just was hilarious to us. Do-bop. Do-bop. <laughs> Where is the love? I think that was the one we Where's did really bad. All right. It's not a road. Okay, we really need to stop. Keep going round and round it. Okay, done. We're done. We're done. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman was considered Aren't you for the glad role. we're back doing the podcast? <laughs> yeah, you guys missed us, right? <laughs> All right. Dustin Hoffman was considered for the role of Butch Cassidy. Do not edit out that awkward silence. No. I like that one. It's <laughs> just so awkward. Catherine Ross, who played uh, at a place who you thought was the person who... So Cloris Leachman's in this movie, and she's just, like, an extra or something. And Jeff thought that at a place, who's, like, the main girl, girl who's played by Catherine Ross. Yeah. I thought that was Cloris Leachman. Leachman, And we thought we've seen her boobs twice in the space of, like, six months. I'm like, you know what? I went 28 years of my life without seeing Cloris Leachman's boobs, and I managed to see it twice in six months. No, Uh, that's not the case. Just saw it once. Number two. Number two. Okay. So we're not going to read that trivia facts it's actually not interesting um paul newman did all his own bicycle stunts after his stuntman was unable to stay on the bike except for the scene where bush crashes backwards into the fence which was performed by the performed by the cinematographer instead okay 
Um, uh, see, there's going to be a little bit of a weird pause because I'm scrolling through the trivia. Okay. Scrolling. According to screenwriter William Goldman, his screenplay originally was entitled The Sundance Kid and Butch Cassidy. Both Steve McQueen and Paul Newman read the script at approximately the same time and both of them agreed to do it, with McQueen playing the Sundance Kid who was initially the lead character. Yeah. After McQueen dropped out, the names were reversed, and Newman became the star. Which, as we were discussing off-air, I don't know, it doesn't sound, sound right, right calling it Sundance Kid, Kid and, and Butch, Butch Cassidy. Cassidy. Like, that doesn't... I don't know if it has to do with, like, the alphabetizing of it, because Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, like, that's alphabetical. Right. I don't know. I don't know. It, it yeah, it just seemed weird the other way, so... This is that's number 73 on the list. It's ranked number 7 on the AFI's list of the 10 greatest films in the genre western as of June 2008. Number 7, huh? Yep. Hmm. In top 10. Um, Jack Lemmon turned down the role of Sundance because of a scheduling conflict with The Odd Couple. Oh, this was the one that you liked that I read to you. Yes. This movie was filmed roughly the same time as Hello, Dolly! from 1969 on the soundstage next door. Director George Roy Hill believed the studio would allow him to film the New York scenes from Sundance Kid on Dolly's sets since the two films' daily shooting schedules were totally different. After production started, though, the studio informed him that it wanted to keep the sets for Dolly a secret, so they refused him permission to access them. Right. So to work around this, Hill had Robert Redford, Paul Newman, and Catherine Ross simply pose on the sets and took photos of them. He then inserted images of the three stars into a series of 300 actual period photos and spliced the two different sets, real and posed, together to form the New York montage. Which I made the comment, that basically means that entire montage was because they couldn't film on the set. Right. That, which... It's, but the weird thing is, is like, it feels like, okay, like, I don't, I think just showing those photographs works. I don't yeah. think you need to have Well, I also didn't, montage. I asked, is this like an intermission? Because it kind of is. <laughs> there's moments in this film where there's just music. Yeah. That, that is and the, it's all odd, you hear. And it's odd music choices. Yes. I don't quite understand why Burt Backrack was No, it's was really odd. It's like half, like, modern music and half, like, old-timey. I mean, I know at the time weird. he was doing a lot of... And that's 69. Who even knows? Yeah, he was doing a lot of television shows. Oh, okay. Like, he scored music Mr. for Burt TV Backrack shows. and Mr. And, Elvis Costello. <laughs> and Sorry. He, uh, and he also did, um, what is it? Oh, he did the music to Casino Royale. The original the weird Casino 60s Royale. one, yeah. So it's like he did movies and TV shows. I guess he was more known for that, obviously, at the time than for what he's well, what he's known for more now, I guess. But it was just it was it was a weird choice. Not that it was bad, mm-hmm. you know. I I dug out some of the music for it. It just was kind of oddly placed. Yeah, that's all. I can get behind that. That those thoughts on that. Those words and those things that mm-hmm. I'm saying. I can agree with what you're saying. Hey. Off Tumblr. <laughs> All the Bolivia scenes were filmed in Mexico, where almost the entire cast and crew and the director came down with Montezuma's Revenge, which is severe diarrhea that is caused by drinking Mexico's notoriously polluted water. Only Robert Redford, Paul Newman, and Catherine Ross were spared because they refused to drink the water catered on the set and stuck to drinking soda and alcohol for the duration of the shoot. Proof that alcohol once again saves the day. Indeed it does. We found that out also in Titanic, I believe. <laughs> I think so. 
Um, the river jump was shot at the Studio Century Ranch near Malibu, California. Paul Newman's and Robert Redford's stuntmen actually jumped off a construction crane by Century Lake. The crane was obscured by a matte painting of the cliffs, and Newman and Redford started the jump in Colorado only to land on a mattress. <laughs> womp womp. Let's see. Um, during the filming, Paul Newman had an affair with journalist Nancy Bacon, which caused him to separate from his wife, Joanne Woodward, for a time. And I'm pretty sure they were married for, like, ever. Who are her? her uh, Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward. Uh, yeah, they were until... He died. Or she died. Is that... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just saw it. I just saw it. Okay. I find... Uh, Joanne Woodward. Yeah, um, 1958 until he died. Yeah. So for 50 years they were yeah. married and they Minus had three their kids. brief separation that they had during this. Yep. He was married previously. Well, I'm not surprised by that. For but the fact one other that... time. Three kids in ten years. Nine years. Wow. So, Wait, yeah. he has six kids? Yeah, his, he's got six okay. kids. Um, oh, sorry, I just realized he divorced uh, his previous white... <laughs> sorry, his previous wife's last name was White. Okay. Uh, the day before he married Joanne Woodward. <laughs> nice. I think I knew that, actually. Huh. Interesting. I'm oh, sorry. That's what just threw me off there. I'm sorry. I was distracted by dates. The body count for this movie is 30. Must have been a couple of shootouts. Yeah. There was. And yeah. people probably getting blown up. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. So up. this is a little spoilery. Okay. It's under the spoilers heading, but granted, this movie is like 40 years old. So get over it. Though Butch Cassie and the Sundance Kid were reported killed in San Vicente, Bolivia on November 7th, 1908, the location of their graves has been lost. This has resulted in a long-lived conspiracy theory that their deaths were faked or that two other men were killed and misidentified as them. Until the 1930s, several eyewitnesses claim, eyewitness claims reported encountering one or both men, yet the chronology and geography of the claims are often mutually exclusive. A handwriting expert has claimed that that Spokane, sorry, Spokane auto mechanic William T. Phillips, who died in 1937, wrote in Cassidy's hand, and yet other historians insist that Phillips and Cassidy's known whereabouts on a certain date mark them as separate individuals. Okay. Because Butch Cassidy and Sundance are not actual people; they were they're fictional. Technically, they're based. I mean, they're they're based on real people. Two fictional Western characters may have been derived from the. No, never mind. That was my bad. Which one? Which part? That whole that trivia fact I just read. Ignore what I just said, because they say their names in the movies, and I forget that. Yes, I was gonna say Butch Cassidy is Robert Leroy Parker. Yes. He was a notorious train robber. He was known to be as a train robber. So yeah, that's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I got. Okay, well. Apparently really low-key with the shooting and, like, of the film, and yeah, that's about it. Which Robert Redford and Paul Newman are awesome, I there's, mean. There's not a lot in this movie, really. It's, no. It's, I know, well, let's hold that. Let me, okay, let me do my things I learned, and we'll start our talking for the film. Uh, four things I learned from this movie. Number one, Robert Redford is not Brad Pitt, no matter how much he reminds me of him. Robert Redford, no, a young not. Robert Redford, really reminds me. He really me, does. Like, okay, I guess I should, the appropriate way of saying it is Brad Pitt really reminds me of a young Robert Redford right. in kind of the way he looks and some of the mannerisms mm-hmm. and how he acts. It uh, was especially true in All the President's Men. Yes, very much Big so. Time. Very much so. 
Number two, Sundance has a lot of specific qualities he looks for in he a woman. He does. Because he just rattles and off. And pretty and smart. <laughs> All this other stuff. Number things. three, Butch would have given most pro bikers a ride for a run for their money after owning a bike for only a few hours. Yes. He Welcome to the future. Is a pro. That's what he says. Yes. And finally, number four, the Indian tracker's name is not Lord Voldemort. No, it's not. <laughs> Seriously, Jeff and I both looked at each other, and I'm like, did they just say Voldemort? He goes, you heard that too? Yeah. Yup. No, for those of you who are listening, it is Lord Baltimore, as in the city, city of Baltimore. Baltimore. Not Lord Voldemort. <laughs> and we seriously thought... <laughs> It was Lord Voldemort. I thought he said Voldemort. So did I. It was the way he said it. It came out sounding more like a V, not it a B. It did. It was, it was awesome. So that's all I had. That's all I learned. I didn't learn a whole lot. I was just that's watching okay. the movie more or less, any, you know, more than anything else. So, all right. So discussion time. Yes. The movie is a hell of a lot funnier than I thought it was going to be. Um, there was a ton of jokes. There's a there ton really was. of jokes. They're super funny. Very, very much so quick witted. Not maybe necessarily quick witted. A lot of just kind of like jabs at one another. Mm-hmm. Um, the the type of the types of jokes that were that were in it. It reminded me very much so of. Uh, George Clooney and Brad Pitt's characters in the Oceans films. Yes. It's that kind of quick bickering banter between one another that it's almost like they don't take anything they're doing serious. It's all kind of just this joke to them, more or less. But they're still, they know what they're doing. They're serious about what they're doing, but they still have that moment to joke and laugh about it. Right. That's how it, that's the type of jokes that are in this movie. Like the the opening sound effect or the opening quote from the movie mm-hmm. is is them going, uh, uh, they, they, they load a train as part of their bank robbery with dynamite. Right. And they, to, to blow up this heavily secured uh, safe. Mm-hmm. And you don't see how much dynamite they throw no. into it. Oh, God. They just go, so funny. They just do the, that ought to do it. Giant explosion, which. We, you had oh. to keep turning the volume down because it was like super loud explosions <laughs> and stuff. It was it, ridiculous. It obliterates the entire train car. And then the other one goes, think you used too much dynamite there, Butch? And like, yeah, it, it was, was just, funny. It was that <laughs> humor that type of humor in it it was very funny so but yeah besides that it was um, funny and it moved i think it moved really well for I a thought western it did too. it's an hour oh my god the wild bunch wild bunch took forever this movie at an hour and oh my an hour god 53 it was an hour 50 I an think. hour and 50 yeah it's not doesn't feel no. like almost a two-hour movie no it was done it's like oh it's done Whereas, what was the Wild Bunch? Was the Wild Bunch? The Wild Bunch was longer than that, wasn't it? I think it? so. Wild Bunch was two hours. Oh my goodness! I can usually find it faster. IMDb, did you move stuff on me? Here? Faster. I'm trying faster. I cannot find it. That is not a horse. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, it's actually two hours and twenty-five minutes. Yeah. So it's a, it's about an extra it's half hour long. long. And I feel like we just got. Well, Jeff's removing those from the room before the next week's podcast. So, yes, all in 28 all, episodes, that's the first time I've done that. In all fairness, I am quite proud of you, Thank actually. Thank you. M4 is it's a Western. <laughs> if only you just had a pair of coconuts that you're walking around with right now. You had two just... empty abs of coconut and you're banging them together. <laughs> 
So yeah, so that's 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 my thoughts about the movie. I, I really like. I this liked movie. it. I heavily recommend you watch it. It's on Netflix, guys. Yes, seriously, right now it's in my Netflix queue. In fact, I made fun of Jeff for getting it because I had it in the queue. Yeah, I don't know why I got it. Oh, no. <laughs> still had it. <laughs> like I might rewatch it. It's a good movie. It would it it's if anything just the humor and the the relationship between the two characters. Would you stop that? <laughs> Sit on your hand, little girl. Okay, now we're better. Um... <laughs> That's not going to last long at all. No, you cannot make the sound with your mouth. <laughs> so anyways, would you talk about the movie? I you t- talk. I really like this movie. I like Paul Newman a lot. And it's rare for me to see him in anything because I feel like I love Paul Newman and I've seen him in like two movies. Yeah. And it was like, it's like Cool Hand Luke. Yeah. Which he does a really good job in Cool Hand And this... You've and probably other cars. things I'm forgetting. I've never seen Cars. <laughs> You've never seen Cars? Nope. The first one's the better one. I don't want... I don't weird. care. Yeah. I'm selective about my Pixar films. <sighs> Silly you. Yeah, in all fairness, so am I, so... <laughs> I, but, uh, I'm I'm in my late 20s. I think I'm allowed to be select, And I don't have children. So I think I'm allowed to be selective about what Pixar movies I watch. I'm a kid in heart. Well, so am I. But I'm still allowed Love to be- your inner child! I do love my inner child <laughs> very much as I sit here in my Sherlock t-shirt. This is this is true. You, you are doing that right now. So, But uh, besides that, would you recommend watching the movie? Oh, yeah. Or suggesting the movie to other people? I, I really would. If you... Maybe if you're new to the Western genre or a little gun-shy, no pun intended, of the Western genre, watch this one. Good idea. Because it's a good, good entry-level one. Good entry-level Don't start Western. with The Wild Bunch. No. If, skip that one. Come back to that one later. Yeah. It's a, and again, not saying The Wild Bunch Another is bad, good one, but... not on this list, but I'm a fan, is the remake of 310, 310 to Yuma. Yuma. I like that No, movie. I know, but I was way ahead of you. I knew that's what you were going to say. I know. That's because I mentioned it before. Yep. It's a good movie. I like it. And it's, yeah, I would recommend one of those two movies as, as a good starting into the Western genre. So, mm-hmm. Well, what is next week? Shawshank. <gasps> the Shawshank Redemption from oh, 1994. Thoroughly enjoy Shawshank. Let's hope we're not in bad mental places when we watch that, though. Yes, because that movie is not a good movie no. to watch when you are in a bad mental place. No. But it's a good movie. It is a good movie. And we have both seen it. Yep. And I can already tell you that I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I love that movie. I do too. It's a good movie. I hope the ocean's as blue as it's been in my dreams. <laughs> yeah. Just want Morgan Freeman narrating everything. Yep. Maybe I can edit together a review of the movie with Morgan Freeman's voice from that movie. I don't have that much free time. No. I'm busy. So <laughs> We barely had time to do this. Yes, this is true. Which I'm sorry that the episode's a little shorter than normal. It's no, only, it's not shorter than normal. It's, only it's a about average length. I suppose by the time we get done with our long ending. No, we'll, and the last couple have been long. Horse Gump was long. That's true. What else was long? Uh, Sons of the Lambs, Sons of the was, Lambs long. was long as well. But Movies then the that one, we've seen yeah. get long because we get off on these. We can sit these. and talk about it. Well, before we before we end. I would like to thank our two new likes on the Facebook page. Okay. Because we did have two new likes. We uh, did, and Jeff said the in previous... the apology podcast that we talked. Yes, because I, I, I do, I do want to. Oh. Would you stop playing with that? Sorry. <laughs> it picks up on the microphone. It didn't do anything. It does. You're all lying. Um, I would like to welcome. Uh, okay. Oh wow, we actually have a. 
Yeah, we actually have three that I have to, we have to, oh. like, we have to like. Sorry, I apologize. Whoa. I missed one. So first off, Derek, we uh, already welcome to the club. And we're sorry that we we disappointed you by not, uh, you know, that you wanted to hear the yawn count last weekend. So. It's only at two. It's only at two for this episode. In all fairness, you have had two cans of Coke. Would you stop it? We are trying to talk to our fans. And you are clicking. <laughs> I don't even think that picked up. It might have. When I adjust the volume later, it will. Fine. Um, sorry, everybody. I'm acting out. You are acting out. Stop it. <laughs> enjoy our fans. I am enjoying our fans. Uh, sorry, that's not really what you mean. I am enjoying our fans. A little bit. Uh, Anthony Violanti. Man, I'm sorry if I miss if I just butchered if, if your name. If you listen to this, you know we can't pronounce last names. No, and I'm neither Italian. one of us has a difficult last name to pronounce, so we no. don't have that problem. And Kristen, oh please, Kristen, please don't yell at me. Kristen just say Kristen. But I wanted to specify. Okay. So thank you guys for liking the the Facebook page. We could just say the first letter of their last name. That's true. I could have just done Derek J. Yes. And Kristen V. Yeah. And Anthony V. There you go. So, but thank you guys anyways for liking the page. Please do leave more comments. We do like that. Um, I do like interacting with our fans. Yes. It's fun because we will, we, don't worry. We both get it on our phones and or iPads and or computers. So generally, We're both you, constantly hardwired into something. It's true. So if you comment on it. It's an important back of my skull It'll okay Neo. <laughs> whoa so kung fu. if uh, that movie is not on this list you don't know kung fu um so yeah please do I comment you're gonna more. Say that i don't know that i don't know that the <laughs> matrix isn't on this list i'm like pretty sure you don't it's know not. it's on this list pretty sure it's not but well with that so thank you guys thank you very much for liking it thanks please. for being patient with us in yes. the lack of episode yes if it happens again we do apologize right but, but you'll have a warning yep yeah, we'll let you know in the middle of the week and we'll also yep. post again on that Saturday just to remind because you. Because I so. usually know by about Tuesday whether I'm going to be able to do it or right. not. So, and so. It, it just, it's, and like, like Saturday as well, like Well, last we couldn't weekend. do it last Friday because Jeff nope. was out of town. I was and... out of town filming a feature-length puppet movie where I'm a puppeteer and a voice in it. Very exciting. I stuff. worked and then did laundry. So, an equally exciting <laughs> weekend. <laughs> that was my Friday. <laughs> I had an interesting weekend. <clears throat> so. And I went to the zoo. Well, that's cool. In Madison. It was cool. You need to dust. Well, you choose... <laughs> podcast. We'll talk about my dusting I techniques am later. <laughs> Hello? Talking to the people. You're talking about them... the fact that my stereo system is dusty. I'm letting them know that there's dust in here. They don't need to know that there's <laughs> dust in my room. I did that on Saturday. That's one of the things I did this week, and I dust my entire bedroom. I should have had you come over and dust my place. No. That would have just been this cool. So with that, folks... It's all uphill from here! Movie quality and podcast quality-wise! Yay! Hopefully! (laughs) Good night, Radio Raheem. Goodbye, everybody! Goodbye, everybody! Goodbye! We're just blowing through the ending. We're done. We're done. Shut it down. Just no. The yawn count was two for those counting at home. Da-da-da-da-da-da. She gave me the finger. I did. I showed him my special bird friend, which is what we say when I have to give people the finger at children's birthday parties, <laughs> which happens more than I'd like to admit. Not the children's birthday parties, I guess, but the... So at what point do I just stop the podcast? I don't know. Okay. Whenever they get tired of listening to it. Like that came around minute four? <laughs>
For more information about this and other programming, visit our official website at www.ghostat.net.